0: The lemonade budget for champagne social butterflies, the aspirational podcast for hopeless people like your hopeless host Donna Scott. I said hopeless host. I'm the most hopeless. Um, this podcast I've got a special guest. Um, in that I have had to come round in emergency sit Harvey because he was um kind. Harvey's a dog. He's basically just jumped on the sofa next to me and let a, a big ball of gas in my face and now he's giving me a monkey. Harvey's the dog I walk every morning, but he was feeling lonely, so um I was in the middle of recording my podcast at home and he started barking. So um I've had to come round and look after him. Oh this monkey squeaks oh great so um Harvey's really happy that I'm here. <laughs> He just jumped up, gave me a great big cuddle, a, you know, a doggy cuddle. No, n- not what you're thinking. But <laughs> he just rubbed his skull all over my face, going, <laughs> I, I don't like slobber or anything like that, but he, just, he, he knows it just rubbed his skull on my face. Uh, and now he's giving me this... It's quite annoying. <laughs> Squeaky toy. Is this your monkey? Wow! Ah. He's all wet now. Should I throw him over here? Oh, he's landed over there. He's looking at me like I'm the meanest person. I just threw your monkey. I thought you might want to go and get him. No, mm, not. So there might be some odd noises as I'm recording. And th- honestly, they're not me. They are the dog. He's now having a bit of a scratch. Oh, great. So... How have you been? (laughs) I've been very well, thank you for asking. So I'm just thinking in terms of this podcast, wanting it still to be as positive as possible. There had been many gremlins in my life this week getting in the way of recording this podcast. So yesterday I attempted, but Windows had other plans and just kept updating my computer all day. And there were so many updates to my computer. I managed to make seven jars of apple and green tomato chutney. It's beautiful chutney. <laughs> good housekeeping special uh, from the you know nineteen seventy eight or something like that. You know when they the you know, proper good food. Look, all the recipes in it are fantastic, unless you do the like Chinese stir fry recipes they've got, which are a bit weird. They. <laughs> I think you want to put tomato ketchup and honey in some things. things. Um, mustard. I suppose technically there's a bit of mustard in some of the things, but honestly, some of the recipes. Not as bad as the co-op book that I've got with John Pertwee uh, on the back of it. Not the real John Pertwee, but they can't draw him as Doctor Who, which he was there. He was, like, as TV's <coughs> Doctor Who. They, they've had to draw him, like... <coughs> As he is the actor. But it's a drawing. (laughs) Why? Just going to pause this while I let the dog out. No, that wasn't him wanting to go out. That was him saying, I'm extremely very hungry. Because I am a Viberana. So I've just thrown some kibble in his floor hedgehog thing. But yeah, it's been a weird old week for everybody, hasn't it? So... If you're in Wales, I'm really sorry. But apparently you don't get to go out and celebrate Halloween or bonfire night because of the short circuit lockdown that you've got there. So there'll be no pubs open or anything. Good grief. These tier one, twos and threes are sort of making everybody nervous. Everything has been cancelled or postponed again. I had tickets to go and see fish in March next year. Postponed from March this year, and we just got a message through the day saying that's been cancelled for good now. And just had an email from Chillicon, which was the replacement event for Stokercon, which was cancelled in April and rescheduled for January, and now that has been postponed again. Hard Rock Hell has been postponed until next November. So Loads of things like that happening, and in the climate that we've got at the moment, finding actual live gigs has been a bit of a bind. Now, I told you last week that I managed to get myself a live gig, both me and Neil, as you and Kershaw, we're going to be playing Nottingham. Well, since then, we've had a bit of good news in that Neil, after seven months of not working, got himself a job, which is brilliant but unfortunately it's really long shift hours because of social distancing Um, and the shifts are sort of like half of one week and half of the other week kind of thing but they are getting in the way of gigging in Nottingham so I've had to cancel that because there's no way I can get there on my own Oh, Harvey's just walked in with one of his owner's shoes bear with I just went to pick it up and noticed there was another unmatched shoe on the floor. Oh, hang on, he wants us to talk to say hello Harvey. Ooh, distracting with biscuits. So, oh, uh, what are we going to do? Flip in live comedy. Um, I think it's quite good. I mean, I've taken to watching like a lot of stuff on TV that I wouldn't normally watch because it kind of makes everything feel more normal that it's on. Um, like Great British Bake Off, I wouldn't normally have time to watch that, and I still don't really. But um, flipping two hours along but they all social distance and and stayed in a hotel together to make the the show work. That's brilliant. And then Strictly, oh, I don't normally watch Strictly at all unless I'm around my nephews. But uh, one of the suddenly say, "Oh, Bill Bailey's on," and I was like, "Yeah," and I said, "Why is Bill Bailey on?" And I said, fun, money, (laughs) mainly the money. (laughs) And that's it. It's money. It's a paid gig, isn't it? And uh, he can't really do arenas anymore like he is used to doing. So, yeah, Strictly, he looks like he's having a lovely time. I was a bit shocked when I saw him, though, because he got his hair tied back in a ponytail and it looked like it was all balded off. Harvey's back with the shoe. I am now sitting on a shoe. Harvey now farted. <laughs> I probably picked up. It's so loud. Jesus. Right, uh, yeah, I was talking about Strictly, yeah. And I've been watching Little Mixes The Search. I don't normally like watching, you know, these vocal talent shows. But, yeah, it feels kind of normal to be watching something like that. This is my new normal. It's weird. Uh, In the absence of live gigs though, I have got a lot of online things going on. So last weekend I was um, invited to take part in Scribble Gathering, but because I've been so busy, I didn't think I'd have time to take part at all. So my contribution to the show last week was a little bit of new material. And then I basically tagged it onto a video of my first Zoom gig, which was the one I did... For that show in New Zealand a couple of months ago, Um, I was like Pete Teckerman was there and Neil Bannum was there, my friend, and uh, yeah, they were (laughs) about the only audience. So the population of New Zealand, it was not. So I feel okay in recycling that. That said, though, my intro to the gig. Um, even though a lot of the material I think the professional quality of it was a little let me down a little bit but I've put it out there as an example of uh, what I can do so you can check that out on um, my Donna Scott One comedy channel on YouTube Um, and tomorrow night I am doing a quiz yeah with KD Hinken Um, You can go and listen to Katie and Kirstie's podcast. Sounds really interesting. I haven't got round to it yet. But they're discussing Bella and the Witch Elm on their latest podcast. Harvey groans. You think you've heard me talking about Bella and the Witch Elm before. And you'd be right. It's only one of my favourite black country legends. Oh, I can tell you my take on it. But I'd say go listen to their podcast. Bella and the Witch Elm is a story that we know from the Black Country. It was always in the Black Country Bugle. And that was about a body that got found stuffed inside a witch elm um, in the Second World War. And there were many, many theories as to who the woman was. Like, was she a spy who'd got murdered? Things like that. Um, It's worth looking into. Good story. I like my weird stories. So yeah, I'll pop the quiz that I'm doing, the links to that in uh, the podcast links, when I've finished putting this podcast together so you can come and watch me tomorrow night. And what else was I saying? Oh yeah, I'm going to be doing a lot more, I think, online. And I'm really going to have to raise my game, I think, now, because I think the competition for online stuff is really fierce. Mm. Seriously, Harvey, what contribution do you think you are making to my amazing online comedy at the moment with your sighing? He's going to sleep at the moment. He's at my feet. He's, like, got his monkey next to his head. And he's doing that. I'm so relaxed and happy. Thank you for wrestling me. Thank you for taking the shoe from my mouth. What a silly dog. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, me and Neil did an awesome film together that I'm in the process of editing, And when that goes out, you're going to be so amazed. You'll go, Donna, you're a proper YouTube star now and everything. Yeah, because I think I just better make the quality of my stuff really zingy. I mean, this podcast is all well and good. Let's face it, riding high in the Apple charts. Thank you very much, listeners, for putting me there. Oh, and while you're at it, uh, a lovely five-star review. And a little comment, a little like, a little share. Wouldn't it go amiss? Thank you very much. I like to be riding high in the Apple podcast charts. Thank you. It's actually lovely to have something good celebrate creatively in this bleak time that we're in. As bleak as the weather is outside. such. Actually, I don't mind the weather. This is my favourite weather. Uh, I walk Harvey in the mornings and he... He flippin' loves jumping in a big pile of leaves. I'll tell you that now. He's like a little monkey himself. Go, oh, big pile of leaves, jump. (laughs) And the mist is like rolling early in the morning over the park. On Sunday morning, we came across this gigantic fox. Oh yeah, I'm just about to tell you about the lovely fox. Wayne just buzzes. Just check on his dog. And that's woken him up. So now he's grumbling again and sitting on the chair. <laughs> I'm just telling everyone, Harvey, about the lovely fox we saw the other day. Well, you didn't see it. Good job, actually. Because you'd have probably chased it. Actually, you wouldn't be able to, because the fox was sitting on the other side of the riverbank. Absolutely huge thing it was. And proper bright red fur. Now, say, you know the bright red? If you think of linda in gimme 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 that color red and we're sitting there watching us and as soon as i saw it and met met its eye um it sort of darted up the riverbank a bit and then sat back down again and gave me a proper stare out as soon as i got my camera ready to take a photograph of it off he went cheeky fox and then yesterday we went walking by the railway in brampton valley railway and saw a flipping massive heron landing in the field. We are blessed with some good wildlife around here. And now that the leaves are falling from the trees a bit, uh, you can see the birds proper and the little hedgerows. So I saw a little chaffinch. Very lovely. I love chaffinches. Mm. And one of the things that I'm doing while I'm walking these days, as well as foraging for lovely edibles like sweet chestnuts and sloughs and all the things I'm making to chutneys. Um, I'm picking them actual seeds, uh, like things like oak, uh, well acorns, uh, conkers, ash keys. And the reason I'm doing that is because I quite fancy a holiday next year. So I don't really go on many trips for the sake of trips. But what does Neil say? He's like, you'd love to do a holiday without an ulterior motive. And I think he just means a secondary reason for us going. <laughs> um, like normally we've, we're going on a little trip somewhere because i have got a gig or a literary event or something. (laughs) But this is kind of in that vein, in that um, if you look at two-minute.org slash sow a seed, it's from the two-minute group, and it says it takes two minutes to sow a seed, but a whole family to plant a forest, which kind of doesn't really go, as the sayings go it's like it takes oh it takes one tree to make a thousand matches that kind of thing takes one match to burn a thousand you know so i think that's that kind of sentiment but it's not doesn't quite work it says we need you the planet needs you and now is the time to act so acting we have plans to plant a forest right here in cornwall a two-minute forest It'll be our very first two-minute regeneration project and we want you to be a part of it. We're all about tidying up the planet two minutes at a time. Well, yeah, so basically they're the people who encourage you to spend two minutes wherever you go to pick pick up um, any litter you see lying about. I've done it a few times when I've been out walking with Harvey. Well, you kind of have to with Harvey because he kind of takes the litter picking up on himself, especially if it's like a a wrapper that's had something chocolate in it. You can't let him have that, so you've got to pick it up and put it in your bag. Part of that, we think they continue, is to help the planet to heal. Planting trees helps to restore nature, capture carbon and create a space for insects, birds and all kinds of species to thrive. Planting trees is also very cost effective, easy to do and the more people involved the better. How can you get involved? By planting UK native seeds at home. Now, between September and November, is the time of year to gather the seeds of many of our common trees. What I'm going to tell you now is do it now because um, the squirrels are flipping having them. There's plenty conkers around still, but the acorns, my life, they're going for him. So, acorns, conkers, hazelnuts, beech masts, and ash ash samaras to plant. They're keys. They're ash keys. I know that because that is one of the clues in this weekend's Waitrose crossword. I want to win some minutes. To plant out at home, sorry I magnified it then, to gather seeds all you have to do is go for a walk in a wood of native species and search for seeds in the ground or on the branches. To plant the seeds out, collect toilet roll tubes, fill them with earth and plant one seed in each. Planting at least 20 seeds will ensure you end up with at least a few healthy shoots and then in time a few saplings. Now, how many trips to the loo do you think you'll need before you've got 20 toilet rolls? ha I've already got them! Because I collect them for gardening. When the time comes to plant out the trees in late summer next year, we'll be ready at our friend's plot in Cornwall to either plant them for you or help you plant them yourself. Yes, we're going to have a planting party. We have access to a few acres, which means we'll need lots of trees to get collecting, planting and growing. Sir! So, and they said if you don't have any forests or woodlands near you, if you send them £10, they will send you... A bag of twenty-five Cornish sessile or acorns from our own gardens to plant at your home, but you know there's there's plenty out there, so I thought yeah I've 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 got a few I've been stuffing them in my, my pockets, and I've been putting them in my bag, and I thought I'd empty my bag, but I've just found one just yeah, so I'm going to be doing that, and uh, so next summer I very much want to go to Cornwall, and help plant a forest. So yes, it is an ulterior motive to go to Cornwall, but you don't need one to go to Cornwall, really, do you? Well, I do. Um, Mine is Rattler Cider. That's my ulterior motive for going to Cornwall. Even though I can get it in my local pub. But it feels more like holiday when you have it in Cornwall. Actually, I like having it in my pub because it feels like holiday then. <laughs> but you can't have too many because then it doesn't feel like you're on holiday it feels like you are letting yourself down very badly. <laughs> but trying to do something for the planet, I think, is a good thing. Have you seen the Netflix uh, David Attenborough thing? But I think it's called Alive for Our Planet. And it goes, I am David Attenborough and I am 93. And then he doesn't go, you know, which means he's not my nan. Then he says, I've had the most extraordinary life. It's only now that I appreciate just how extraordinary. I think he Flipping deserves an extraordinary life, because he's amazing. But the film is, he says, his witness statement. Uh, he wants to record it now that he's at the end of his life, because he is basically predicting that for a child born now, when the time they get to his age, the world's going to look very, very different. And it's scary, (laughs) but it's we also said it's not a prediction. There's also good things happening now, which might mean that it won't be that bad. But we have to stop the projection of things happening the way they are. Stop wasting anything. Turn your lights off. Put a jumper on. Don't throw your food away. Eat it. Eat it. Um. Try to stop buying so much plastic and um stop having sex well don't you can carry on having sex just don't have as many children oh yeah i've noticed uh there's like a news report today it's not very responsible jurex telling us how your sales have picked up i mean i'm glad you're doing it but my goodness he said you all stopped having sex during lockdown we noticed because you stopped buying condoms well, you know why that was? It's because Mrs. Judge, Face on door app would be at the store watching you if you went in for something that wasn't food. <laughs> Is that essential? <laughs> Haven't you got a sock? <laughs> and uh, when lockdown eased, apparently you all started jiggly poking again. <laughs> People. You're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to be social distancing. Put a mask on. Oh, dear. Anyway, watch David Attenborough. I totally recommend it. Oh, I'm also in the middle of watching uh, The Haunting of Bly Manor on Netflix. Now, if you're going to listen to or watch Engage in... Oh, good grief, Harvey. It's not that boring. <laughs> it's like, if you're going to watch Bly Manor or, or, or listen to Bly Manor, I'm, I would recommend... The BBC adaptation that we listened to last year of the original M.R. James story. So it would be set more contemporary than the one that is uh, to, the, to the writer's time than it is to our time, which the modern version is. Oh, you know what I mean? Um, Anyway, the modern version on Netflix is modern. <laughs> it's set in the 80s. Um, But my goodness, the script, the script, the script, the script. I've only watched... um three episodes, but my goodness is it American or what? Oh <laughs> there are a few things where you get seeing that the the writer has been so happy with the pun that they wouldn't change it <laughs> like oh and thereby hangs a tail on the the, the cat, <laughs> which is also a yarn because we have a a ball of yarn. Yeah, it's the 80s. I was knitting jumpers in the 80s. Uh, We wouldn't have called it yarn in the 80s. We might call it the yarn now. Uh, Yeah, the only yarns that I was aware of were ripping yarns narrated by Terry Jones. (laughs) And yarn being a tale. A a yarn I would think of as a a piece of thread, but definitely you wouldn't knit with it. (laughs) We only used the word now because the creeping invasion of american terms into our language i don't mean that nastily i just mean that we are more aware of more of your words sidewalk <laughs> pants oh yeah they make a joke uh, that pants is pants and not pants which is one of the the main words that we know is different in america That and sidewalk but yeah other things like oh there's a chef played by Ral Coley but not the one I was on what what's in the box with the actor Ral Coley not the comedian Ral Coley and um yeah he is making strawberry flavored cake batter which sounds disgusting to me it's cake mix not cake batter batter is for pancakes and for putting your fried fish in uh And then, apparently, it's a euphemism for something sexual you put in your mouth. Yeah, but these days, batter means something else when you talk about that. (laughs) And it's not blokes. Oh, yeah, English people saying gotten in the 80s. No, we would not. (laughs) I had gotten something. No, I had got. We wouldn't say gotten. So, basically, the the script was a little sloppy. (laughs) I'm enjoying it, though. Yeah, there's a ghost who looks like one of the characters from Bonnie Tyler's Total Eclipse of the Heart. And every time she sees him, the main character falls apart. (laughs) (laughs) So now I think the dog's fallen asleep. I'm about to finish my podcast. So I'll let you know that, yeah, I'm in a quiz tomorrow night on KD Hinkin's page. I... I'm going to put out some videos later in the week with myself and Neil. And this podcast is awesome. So, if you appreciate what I do, because we have no live gigs uh, for the foreseeable future and it's unlikely that we're going to one, because of jobs, two, because of money, um, three, because of opportunity. Just think about all these years that I've been building up my career and it's just still going bang. there's plenty of people who are on the same place as me and we're all feeling the same we're all feeling kind of like shriveled inside and a little bit anxious a little bit weepy we really want to perform but we can't but here's this online stuff so I've set up a page anyway so if you feel that my efforts are worth a token of your esteem you can buy me a coffee and I will spend your coffee money on hot chocolate with whipped cream because I can't stand coffee but the but the site is called coffee it's like co-fi com. and then slash and then Donna Scott so I'm building a page there so if you fancy giving me a tip <laughs> a nice one <laughs> then you can uh, make a donation to me there and that'd be awesome. And here I will be creating a comedy for you and not Coming up with second-rate gags for the BBC. I've written some more things for News Jack. I'm actually not quite as dismayed with my offerings this week. Hopefully that'll be all right. But I wasn't too uh, upset with them last week either when I didn't get on. Some of these I thought, oh, awesome jokes, on Awesome joke. <laughs> but maybe they're a bit too awesome. I don't know. You got to, It's a fine line with News Jack. Fine line. So I'll share them with you now. So this is my breaking news. Bong. Following the new three-tier system of local lockdowns, pubgoers in many northern towns now under tier three have found out they cannot get served alcoholic drinks except with a substantial meal, prompting cries of "Meat pie, sausage roll—is that enough for alcohol?" Bong. The rapper Logic has spent a record £173,000 on a rare Charizard Pokemon card, saying he couldn't afford the cards as a child. £173,000 is the evolved form of the 50p the packs cost in the 90s. Bon. Cinemas have sent out an SOS this week at Disney's decision to bypass a cinema release for the next big Pixar animation, Soul, starring Jamie Foxx as a disembodied jazz singer. S.O.S. means Save Our Souls, which, if you say it quickly enough, is exactly what Disney are doing. Okay, my good week is bad weeks. It's been a bad week for isolating students who have been given nothing but noodles and out-of-date bread to live on. It's been a good week for Education Secretary Gavin Williamson, who has heard the students calling, we want vegetables from their windows, and now thinks he's popular. It's been a good week for winning institutions who split the Museum of the Year 2020 prize five ways. It's been a bad week for the British Museum, who wanted to make up the rule of six and celebrate with the others over dinner, but has a reputation for taking more than their fair share of calamari, spadocopita and the Elgin marbles. It's been a good week for Nvidia, who invented software that can fix glitches in your Zoom calls by replacing you with a virtual puppet of yourself. It's been a bad week for Dominic Cummings as he didn't want one to look like him, not when we're all used to hearing his thoughts with Boris Johnson's face. Right, so yeah, my my first joke isn't that funny, but they do like the kind of chanty things. So that's why I went with that. I thought my Pokemon card was, mwah, chef's kiss. Three is a bit rude, innit? Um And then my good weeks, bad weeks, Picking on poor Gavin Williamson, what am I like? Maybe the thing about the British Museum is because technically it wasn't the British Museum who won anything. So I just wanted to make them make make it a because five museums won it and then the British Museum didn't win it. So it was too convoluted to explain. That's why they weren't included. Bah. I quite like my Zoom calls one. Even though reading it out was a flipping bind... <laughs> I'm just giggling because so I've just got a text message from Harvey's owner who has realised that I had texted him last thing to say I was sitting on one of his shoes. He just said, move it. I'm still sitting on it. <laughs> oh, dear. This dog. <laughs> anyway. Hope you've enjoyed listening to my Harvey sitting podcast, The Lemonade Budget for Champagne Social Butterflies. I've been Donna Scott and I am signing out. Good night. You've been listening to the Lemonade Budget for Champagne Social Butterflies with Donna Scott. Please like and subscribe. Give us a five-star review. I love you. Also check out Donna Scott Comedy on YouTube and my website, Donna-Scott.co.uk. Music, It Looks Like the Future But It Feels Like the Past by Dr. Turtle on Flush Your Rolex EP. In more news, if you go to Chris Chopping's YouTube channel, he has just put out a video of a song performed by Eddie Daniel and it features lyrics he has written um, about Rishi Sunak and the government's comments about the arts not being viable and it features clips of lots of performers including me, I'm on there. And it's a clip of me performing at a gig just before lockdown. Uh, I do flipping miss live comedy, you know. Um, I miss the comedians. I miss comedians. Uh, I was very happy last week to meet up um, with a few local comedians. And Dave Francis of the Hollybush as well. That was fantastic. So I I met up with Lou Chawner and Pete Techman. Uh, as well as Neil, you know, I meet him all the time, Um, we had a flipping lovely time, yeah, miss those guys, miss everybody, miss doing comedy, miss the bush, bit difficult for me to go over there now,